There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified All right, okay, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for coming. Uh, so we have to start first to uh, thanking all those that uh, have provided the generous support for this program. We uh, are very grateful for them, in particular Mr. Edward Rice from uh, Madison Trust Fund with uh, his donation. Without that, it would not be possible for you to be sitting comfortably here having uh, laughs, food, and something to learn. So we thank him, we thank, you. We thank also the uh, College of Science and Math and the Department of Physics and Astronomy. So I didn't get a chance to tell you in case you didn't know. Anyone new to the program here? First so you all time, know? What first is time you'll come? Oh, right. Anybody? So okay. this is a program where we bring the science to the public or the public to the science in a maybe completely new way from, for you because we actually serve it on the comedy plate, as you will see. I would like to introduce to you one of our hosts, Professor Anka Constantin. Oh, thank you, uh, thank you. She's an astronomer. I am looking for supermassive black holes for a living when I'm not in the classroom. And the other host, Klebert Faitosa, also a professor. I blow bobos for a living. That's all I do. Believe it or not, it's true. And it's not just us, because it wouldn't be such a good show. With so just we have us. also our group of comedians. The first one for this event is Noah Etka. <laughs> Noah is a freshman computer information system major with a knack for storytelling, probably has webbed toes, and definitely has a flair for fashion. Check him out. Give Noah a hand. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> All right, the next up is the organization Queen, but also new and improved organization's president, and that's Macy Evelyn Nievsky. <laughs> Macy is a senior English major who loves sparkling water and also sparkles like the stars in the sky. Uh, we also remember from our previous show, she prefers ice cream to any solid foods. Still true? There you go. All right, and the next and third uh, uh, member of uh, New and Improved is Diego Fernando Salinas, a junior theater major and our resident Salvadorian language master. And finally, our mystery expert, whom some of you know from the posters. Uh, I mean, the name, who, whose name you might know from the poster. Uh, <laughs> Professor Ashley Baber, come on up. Ashley has been at JMU for a long time, ever since 2014. 2014, a long, long time ago. And that happened after Tenure. a postdoctoral fellowship at Brookhaven National Lab, which is in Upton, New York, in case you didn't know, check that place out. And uh, that was after she got her PhD uh, from uh, Tufts University in Medford, um, Massachusetts. I was about to say Taxachusetts because I lived there for, for a few years as well. 
Um, so Ashley, some you know, good thing to know about her, got her uh, bachelor degree uh, um, from Randolph Macon Women's uh, College in Lynchburg, Virginia. So she's basically a local. Professor Baber wrote numerous scientific papers on what she is studying, and she's greatly invested in making public aware of the types of things she is expert on. And obviously, this is what we're going to demystify today. All right. Are you ready for the program? Let's go. So, ready for the first game, which is called the 20-question style guessing game. Now, we all know from the poster that Ashley... Baber is from the Department of Chemistry, so we're not going to guess that. But through questions from the comedians that can only be answered with yes or no, we should be able to find, or they should be able to get out of this kind of conversation, what type of things Ashley is doing while being in the Department of Chemistry. So floor is yours, one at a time. Don't rush. I said one at a time. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll go. Um, <coughs> do you have to wear like a hazmat suit when you do what you do? Yes or no? No. No. <laughs> oh, um, before we move on, every yes answer comes with points, and that means more food for whoever has oh. more and points. extra credit. Can I ever ask my Any volunteer for keeping tags? <laughs> Any volunteer for keeping tags for who's going to be the winner at the very end? <laughs> Oh, come on, come on. Uh, Laptop. Yes, Kenny. Okay, right, we have good. more. We're going to do a statistics. We're going to compare the results. Right, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. And the computer scientists would run a model and, and see if yeah, that's going to uh -huh. fitting the reality or not. Next question. <laughs> um, well, I'm really bad at chemistry, but one thing I do remember is using the mole number a lot. Like in calculations and just like talking about question? it and just like discussing <laughs> is that something that you use a lot no oh, that's, that's mm. <laughs> she use the whole number a lot, that gets rid of a lot of stuff. if push came to shove could you be breaking bad <laughs> no uh. three no's good try though okay. could have been a yes i know i know so do you use a bunsen burner for things no that's a good yeah. question. Do you study really big things? No. <laughs> really small things? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Yay. That's a great question. Things, That's it. We're done. Things you can only see through a microscope? Yes. All right. Hey. Two yeses. <coughs> what are things smaller than a microscope? No, yes, yeah, smaller than a microscope. Cells. Oh, that's biology. Sorry, take it back. <laughs> Noah, Noah. Noah, you need a yes. Oh, Okay. Are the things that you look at through microscopes alive? No. Mm. Side question. Is DNA alive? <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. Said, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm polling the crowd. Biology? Anyone? Biology? <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Pass. Okay. DNA is alive? Uh, ask the politicians. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh... <laughs> All right, Macy, take it. Um, <laughs> do you use elements? Yes. Elements. <laughs> Good. Next question. Okay, um, and the things she sees are alive? No, she, <laughs> she never said that. No. Oh, no, they're not alive. They're not alive. Oh, okay. Um, um, do you use any 
of the elements found in the sun. He's that's that's carbon. That's so isn't yeah. that? Yeah. So did you help her helium? Yes. Him? Carbon. Was that a yes to helium? I don't, or I don't, I don't think that's doing pretty well. It, it was a yes to the first okay. question. So helium. No. Carbon. <laughs> Sometimes. It. Yeah. Let, yes. Let's give it to her. Yeah. If something went tragically wrong or right, depending on your perspective, could you get superpowers? <laughs> no. What about hydrogen? Yes. Ah. Hydrogen's in water, I think water those are the too. only three elements in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Did it make it to 20 yet? You got to put some... All right. And, and what was your question? <laughs> it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Okay, um... Uh, d do you need to use an electron microscope? Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right, so they're super tiny things. So you're looking at atoms? Yes. Yeah. Of hydrogen? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good try. Does um, your research have any weapons applications? No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Any hints from, from our expert? Some keywords? She has a lab. Think energy. There you go. Envi the environment? Or do you work in yeah. the environment? Okay. Ooh. We, st we got it. Yeah. We're going. Too bad the EPA is going away soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably concerning to you. Are you yeah. concerned about that generally? Yes. Yeah. Uh, are well, you concerned about too. that as like us a citizen too. of the world or as like, oh, my job's, you know, going down the drain? <laughs> you can both. say both. <laughs> <laughs> both is an answer for that one, yeah. I feel like funding. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, um, do you do any uh, research into like solar cells? No. Mm. What's is it water? Is there water involved? There could be. Oh, yes. <laughs> water vapor? Sure. Yeah. Hydroelectric, yeah. Oh, ah. Are you hey. focusing on any specific... Oh, yeah, I can say that. Are you focusing on any specific part of the atom? No. Like the outside or inside? Well, like if, if you were looking at um, like like bonds and seeing if uh, electrons or if you were looking at protons. That would be between molecules. Mm -hmm. That's Which true. is made of atoms. Computer science. It's just <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is it about the uses of what you're studying? Always. What well, kind of question is that for a scientist? <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> no, it's she'll just get for a yes. Fun. I get a yes. Thank you. Um, okay, uh, if uh, something in um, your lab um, is like impossible to create life in your lab. No. Mm. Is it possible to destroy life in your lab? Always. <laughs> <laughs> so That's why they keep the, the axe in the emergency is cabinet. Is this true for all chemists? Yes. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Do you deal with any like acids? No. Uh, oof, this is hard. How? Mm, I have to guess the favorite. Is it, oh wait, never mind. Sorry, try to think of a question and it didn't work. Do it. Nope, Do it. we already talked I, about the Can I throw elements. in another word? <laughs> yeah. Materials. 
Do you deal you with said elements, but I say materials. Do you deal with like plastics? No. Papers. No. <laughs> fibers. I was gonna say fibers. No. Oh. Twinsies. Um. Materials. A lot of things are materials. Yeah. <laughs> that does. That's why it was a key word. Ooh. Do you deal with like precious metals? Yes. Ah. That's cool. Do you deal with <laughs> conductors? Yes. Are you an alchemist? <laughs> yeah. <Duh>. What? <laughs> I'm about to say we're, we're in the wrong, wrong. Precious metals. Okay. Let me see. I, any metal is fun. Any metal. Mm -hmm. So you are a you do not discriminate your metal choice. It's not about the actual metal. It's about using metal as a thing. Yes. Cool. Yes. Do you try to see which metals um, are more like efficient for transferring energy? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. That's uh, kind of sweet. a yeah. yeah. So I think Thank it's you. time for you to give us the elevator speech. We uh, normally would have said sorry, sorry. We normally would have said, like before January, we would have said, what if you meet the president in the elevator and you have just a few? But we were not going to say that because uh, we're not. What, what, what if you meet the president you, you in an elevator and it's stuck and you also have points. like a well, doll? Two different speeches ready to go. Just, just a few <laughs> bullet points. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so in. In my lab, we do research different materials. Um, we're looking for materials that can help reactions go more efficiently, faster. Um, and really, our ultimate goal is to be able to take carbon dioxide from the air. Well, we'll let someone else take it from the air. But we would <laughs> like to transform it into something that could be a usable fuel. That would be like our ideal. So we're looking hydrogen. for different materials to yep, you add hydrogen to carbon um, dioxide and turn it into something like formic acid or methanol, um, and that's a fuel. Ah, so you do, you do use acid. Yeah, I haven't, we haven't used it yet. Maybe we could make it, but we don't use it right H now. How do you so. find acid nowadays, like the formic acid? You, if you hydrogenate carbon dioxide, you could form some. Is that the only way? It's not like found in nature? Uh, I'm just curious now. Is <laughs> Diego's sure been trying is. to put together the craziest scavenger hunt, and he's just trying to find really vague things <laughs> to find. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> World's worst scavenger hunt. Yes? So <laughs> tell us about <clears throat> where the metals and precious metals come into your research. Okay, so um, we... Without going into too much detail, oh. and without going into the jargons or acronyms, because we're going to use them later. You also can't use the letter E. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> um, okay, so we, we build materials. We can <laughs> synthesize different materials, um, but we are mimicking real materials that are catalysts. So catalysts are the materials that make a reaction go uh, more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And so we are synthesizing these different materials, but we're using metals as a substrate, and then we can grow other types of materials on top of that. And so that's what we use as our uh, material for the catalysis. Which ones are you using these days? So right now we use a gold substrate and we use titania, so titanium oxide. Mm. And the, the goal is like a specific goal of your current studies. So right now what we're trying to do is figure out a good way to stabilize carbon dioxide on a surface so that we can break it apart and then transform it into a usable fuel. 
ultimate goal there is if you think about, you know, when we burn fossil fuels, we release a lot of carbon dioxide into the air, lots of extra carbon dioxide, which does bad things for your uh, for the ocean. Um, and of course, for um, everything, greenhouse gases and all that. Yeah. So if you can take that carbon dioxide and kind of like recycle it, then if you turn it into a fuel and burn it, then you're not adding more. So it's like a carbon neutral cycle. So that's how it ties into the environmental thing. Have you guys like looked into like algae? Because I heard algae like sucks up carbon dioxide like crazy. No, and I think you'll find out why we can't use algae probably a little bit later on. Oh man, okay. <laughs> Stay tuned, algae fans. Stay tuned. <laughs> and no living things, really. Can't use any living things. That's good. And yet you want to build something that behaves like a living thing, like trees, right? Right, yeah. Which, if oh, you could find something that uses CO2. carbon dioxide, you know, gets rid of it, yeah, it would act like a plant. It would act like artificial photosynthesis in a way. Wow. It's really, really hard to replicate nature, though. Nature's awesome. Uh, we made a helicopter. That. <laughs> what about a helicopter, Diego? <laughs> like a hummingbird or dragonflies are basically like the helicopters of nature. They go up, down, hover... I'm sure. just saying it's it's possible. Sure. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a dreamer, guys. Okay, you're cut off. Diego. Okay, cut photosynthesis off. is a really hard thing. People are working really, really hard to to do it, yeah. but it's it's tough. Nature's it's fun. nature's really good at it. Mother nature. Any more questions from the comedians before we move on? Because there are going to be more questions. No, yeah, I'm good right now. You're good right now. Okay. Let's go to the next game then. Right? Next game. Okay. So should I do the first one? Sure. All right. So now. This game is the Cam News game, and we have uh, gotten some headlines from some very reputable sources on the internet, uh, and we are going to blank uh, a portion of the headline, and you have to guess what is what we have blanked there. Okay? And then so we, we hope the expert might you know, explain to us what are the things that happened in the news. Or are you ready for the first the one? Yeah. All right. So the headline reads something like, new approach to blank could improve hydrogen production. New approach to blank could improve hydrogen production. What do you guys think? New approach. How many answers do we get? One as a team. One as yeah, a team. Yeah, that's fine. Ooh, okay. A few. Let's have fun here. All right. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. That we'll go down the line. Sure. Um, new approach to blank increases hydrogen production. 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 Um, I'm going to say new approach to stem cells. <laughs> nope. Uh, win some, lose some. Energy. Nope. <laughs> yeah, get hydrogen from energy? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we're not a scientist. We're, we're not the scientists. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Combustible engine. Hey, that's an interesting option, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the headline. Would you like to try more? You want to try a team one? Yeah, that's fine. just one, one. We're going to huddle. All right. All right. What do you guys think? I don't know what do you guys think. Um, oh God. Where does hydrogen come? Hydrogen comes from water. Um, hide like animal hide. True. True. Jekyll and Hyde, the I, animal I side of humans. So. I don't think that's a good good <laughs> option. Um, um, how about 
air. Just air. All just, new, just new approach to air. <laughs> what is that? New approach to air. Final answer. Hey. Um, maybe the expert. Any idea? I don't know. I kind of like where y'all were going with the water. Something like electrocatalysis. There you Electro- go. It's electrolysis. water splitting. Ah. That should be oh, right. I was going to say water splitting. Is that where you just like karate production. chop the water really hard? <laughs> yes. No, it's when you pour it out from one cup into another. and you Oh, just gotcha. Have, and then you have twice the water. Yeah, right? you have a glass half full and a glass half empty. Or two glasses full. No, because you pour one out into the other, so you can't have both full, half full. Well, there is a con- <laughs> there are controversies about that, so... Uh, tell us how how do people get hydrogen, uh, and how could you uh, make that more efficient? Yeah. Okay. So, um, if you want to use hydrogen as a fuel, um, splitting water is a pretty great option because we have so much of it on the Earth. But um, you really, yeah, you have to zap it, karate chop it really hard, zap it, throw you know, throw some energy in there. Um, and one really good way to do it is using the power of the sun. So maybe that's yes. one thing that they're talking about there, using some solar energy and or electrolysis. You know, you're breaking apart that water. So you go outside, you sit in the sun, you absorb the sun, <laughs> and then you karate chop the water. <laughs> you no. should try it. Or you just stick it outside like in a puddle, and then it's gone. It's split, like gone. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So it turns out that what they do is they use uh, special catalysts uh, of nickel and selenium to uh, lower the barrier for the splitting of the water and uh, improve hydrogen production. That's uh, Mm. scientists from uh, Missouri University of Science and Technology. All right. Missouri. Okay. So ready for the second news? Head news? Okay. Go. All right. This um, sounds like the following. This uh, UV light controlled adhesive could help ordinary humans become black. Superheroes. Uh, Good try. On the, on the right path. Really? Uh, but you need to be more specific. <laughs> All right, which superheroes? <laughs> Batman? I'm trying to think of a way to say immune, like like saying like a strong immune system, but in that like grammatical So, so what, what was the sentence again? I was afraid you you're gonna ask us. The answer is right there. <clears throat> the UV light control adhesive could help ordinary human become... Extraordinary. <laughs> is that right? No. The keyword oh. was... UV light. Adhesive. Adhesive. Oh. Adhesive. We would ah, Spider-Man. I was going to say that instead of Batman, but I thought that that was like a worse guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. People can't climb oh, walls. So to tell you yet. a little bit about, about this, and maybe then the expert can... Uh, um, Contribute? Yeah. Uh, a team of uh, German scientists created a strong adhesive that can quickly stick and unstick with just a flash of light. Okay. Now, the device they put together incorporates a gecko food-inspired tape atop a porous light-sensitive film. And the key advance of, uh, that's the key advance of the research, okay? So now, um, it's all about those innate forces that occur because electrons aren't evenly distributed in some atoms. So charge naturally accumulates on the top, causing them to cling on whatever thing the adhesive is sticking to. So, I don't know, can 
maybe our expert talk about what's happening inside those atoms and why are the electrons just not the way we, I don't know, you might imagine? Yeah, we, we can talk a little bit about that. So <laughs> if you think about their inspiration, again, nature is a common theme here. Um, so geckos can, you know, they use their feet to climb up the walls and they can even like hang on by a toe using with their whole body weight. And it's because of these um, relatively weak interactions between what you would see, like between molecules. They're called Van der Waals forces. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. I know that term. You do. All right. Those break when you're writing you know the pencil, guy? and when the graphite breaks. Oh my God! You guys know all about Van der Waals. That was on the test of all bonds. The experts. <laughs> they are the panel hey. of experts. That's right. Yeah. So, but the trick is, is that if you have a large, they have a large surface area on their hands and feet. So when they make contact, they're making those those bonds, those inter the intermolecular forces um, over a large area. So it's like super sticky. So there's um, this field called uh, smart materials where you try to mimic nature to, to extend those type of forces like from tiny geckos to like what's something that could hold a human as they, as they climb up a wall. So, um, but what happens in the atom is Usually in atom, you know, there's an electron cloud. All the electrons are zooming around really fast. And at any one given moment in time, instantaneously, there could be slightly more electrons on one side than the other. So naturally, there's like a partially negative, partially positive side. That's going to influence the next atom, partially because opposites attract. So your negative is attracted to the positive and vice versa. So it's kind of like a chain event. If one, there's a slight um, charge, it can influence the charge of the next and the next and the next. So then you can have like these long range effects. Can you imagine when like Skechers figures out how to do that and just puts that on their shoes, like just standard packaging? Climb up, climb up a wall. Yeah, just kids like hanging. Heelys. Yeah, it'll be like, he they'll get banned in, in like middle schools and high schools. You won't be able to wear your gecko shoes. Excuse me, Tommy, Tommy, can you please get off the ceiling? I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach. Nah, this is cool, bruh. They probably won't say bruh in the future. Swag, swag. <laughs> I don't think they'll dab either. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the third game of the night. Third game of the night. Are you Does ready anyone for know it? what that yeah. game is? Right. We're going to go into the meat of whatever happens in uh, Dr. Baber's lab. Because the game is called the Jargon and Acronym Game. Mm -hmm. And usually have lots of jargons, but for a chemist, and jargon would be, you know, sort of like, uh, terms or words that people use on their day-to-day -day language, but they're used maybe in a totally different way in a scientific language. But for a chemist, you can't go wrong with the acronyms. So, the first acronym, uh, let's see if we can figure out UHV. UHV. I'm gonna guess ultra high violet. Oh my goodness! So close. Wow. Violet. Violet. Clever. Wait, you said so close? Yeah, really close. You got really close. Two out of three. You do it. Ultra high voltage. Uh, closer. Come on, Macy, you got this. I really don't know. We got ultra high violet, ultra high voltage. Think about it, Macy. You don't want contaminants when you when you do some sort of experiments. So you need a special room without right. contaminants ultra high vacuum i take no credit for that oh yeah so thank Dr. you Noah. Baber, tell really us good. why really and good. how do you use that 
Well, we have something that kind of looks like a spaceship in our lab. It's a pretty large stainless steel chamber. It's all sealed up, and so we can pull a vacuum inside of that chamber. So what we breathe in right now is about 760 torr. Inside of our vacuum chamber is 1 times 10 to the negative 10 torr. So less than a trillionth of what we're breathing in now. So that just means a lot less air. Yeah, lot less for, gas. for the Janet students in uh, the astronomy class, that is actually the pressure or the density of the particles you would find out there in the interstellar medium. Just saying. Tying it in. So, so we have a space lab, basically. Is yeah, that we, what you, yeah. we have one of these it's on campus. Tiny one, Wait, we it's on campus? Yeah, yeah, it's chemistry department. Of course. Really? Wait, yes. I'm like super into space, and if that's like remotely space-like, I'll you be like You can look right, right in can, and can, see can nothing. Can you reverse it and make it like one of those indoor skydiving things? <laughs> like instead of making it a vacuum, making it like a, more like a leaf that's blower. That's one of the biggest things I warn my student not to do is don't make it into a bomb. <laughs> don't Oh, so it just it. skips skydiving and goes straight to bomb. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's well, terrifying. After, after so much power. One of those... Do you just like not have to take a shower because you're clean, or <laughs> like when you go to the pool, like you don't? I don't want to test getting in there. That's why we can't work with any living things. Oh, you won't, you won't oh I thought it was breathe. before you go to the lab, make sure it's all sterile. It, oh, no, gotcha. it's a vacuum. It's a literal vacuum. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> like you would not be okay. I had some preconceived not. notions about this room. I've realized now that it doesn't make too much sense because you can't breathe. <laughs> Yeah. Or really do anything. Yeah. So. I'm glad we told you, were you in because you would go and try your to get in it. Your cells would all implode. Knowing me, I would be Implode? Like, yeah. <laughs> Not even explode. No, explode. No, they would explode. Yeah. Low pressure on the outside so your cells would explode. So who gets to clean that up? <laughs> Not it. <laughs> Not well, it. Diego, why don't, rookie in the lab why don't you go and try? Up. Yeah, I'll go do it. And why do you need ultra-high vacuum? Just regular vacuum wouldn't do it? No, because um, the metals and uh, materials that we use, if they're out in air, they get dirty within seconds. So if we decrease the pressure inside of that um, UHV chamber, we can keep them clean for a much, much longer period of time and keep the contaminants away. Good. All right, so let's go to the next acronym. Are you ready for it? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely right. not. It's TPD. 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 He's getting excited about that. TPD. TPD. <laughs> B or P in the middle? Can you read in his P. eyes? P is in pizza. Okay. TPD. But it doesn't have pizza on it, okay? Just to let you know. <laughs> it would be better fitted, though. Or ice cream. Tesla powered Dyson. Dyson? Dyson. That's Dr. Fertosa is about to spit his water out. Or a Dyson spear harnessing the power of the sun for interstellar travel. Is that just like a, like a, like a solar-powered vacuum cleaner? No. It, it can go, it, it's going to land in Mars in 50 years, too. It's got Tesla on it. Temperature. Temperature. Start with temperature. Maybe Noah can try for the second word. Noah, that was a hint. Noah can try for the second word. Noah can Noah try for the second word. P. Noah can try for the second word. <laughs> Noah uh, can try P. for the second Noah. No, no, no. Noah. P. This is the letter you're looking Not No, no, not no. Is this an arc joke? or? Yeah, I thought maybe it was. <laughs> I get that a lot. So. We're trying to help Noah. No, major. No, no, no North Oceanic. Error Association, <laughs> N-O-A-A, whatever that one is. Something with computers. Yeah. So Process, no, I said processing before, sorry. Temperature. 
I know Anka's Anka beatboxing over here. Um, temperature <laughs> partial. Oh, come on, Noah. What are you doing? You're a major. Yeah. I thought you were going to say program on, the first no. time. No, she said, said processing. Oh, oh, temperature program yeah. uh, differentiation. Close. Wow. Close. Not Close. bad. Oh. Uh, you said Dialysis. awesome. Division. Two out of three. Division. division. No, it's no. not division. Can I say go. now? Yeah, go ahead. Temperature program desorption. Oh, desorption? Yeah. We were going to get there, definitely. I knew guys. that was a word before this. I, I, I feel I like there's a ribbon. I would have started making up words soon enough and been like, oh, that's a word. Nice. <laughs> I know a lot of words, but I don't know that word. I feel like there's a ribbon on the back of some soccer mom's van, like, you know, eradicate desorption. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's, mom's, it's, it's, a, mom's against mine. distortion. <laughs> yeah, distortion. Nick Toast, you make that. I'll buy it. Yay. <laughs> so what is it? Okay, no, temperature program desorption. desorption. Um, so we have our material. It's in this ultra-high vacuum chamber, so it's really, really clean. Then we cool it down, and then we can get molecules to stick to it, like carbon dioxide, hydrogen, or whatever. Then when we heat it back up, so we program the temperature to increase you know, steadily. And then uh, when everything comes back off of the surface, it desorbs. So temperature program desorption. What molecules. is desorb? Like That's the molecules coming off of the oh, surface. There you go. That's Desorb. a fancy name to describe that. Yeah, so when the molecules go onto the surface, it's adsorption. When they come off, it's desorption. So like after you know a long day, you go home, you change a new pajama. First, you got to desorb your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you adsorb your pajamas. Ad and then adsorb. Not disrobe and to bed. And then when you wake up, you desorb <laughs> out of bed. <laughs> yes, right? you do. Uh-huh. It all makes sense now. Yes. Uh, so and your mom wakes you up with her UHV on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Hate when that happens. I think they deserve a hand. That's exactly what they're here for. <laughs> You're all going to remember all these words. Desorption, right? Desorption. And you're all going to use it every morning or every whenever night. you get up. Or there will be a test. I don't know if they told you. There's a test at the end. <laughs> Do we have to it take is. that too? Um, no, we already we failed it. <laughs> We're up no, here. We already failed the test. True. That's how we got this gig. Okay. Uh, we now reach the point when uh, we are going to give the chance to our comedians to really shine because it's all in their hands and in the few, quite a few, uh, movie lines, famous quotes about science, and they're going to use those as tiny cookies for them to improvise a skit about them being obviously in the lab with that high vacuum chamber, ultra high vacuum chamber, uh, trying to desorb all day long, right? Desorb, so desorb, they're desorb. gonna use that. So um, hey, wish them good luck, because uh, those cookies are hard. All right. Okay, take it away. All right, my students, once I finish this scene, we can start doing science. One second, let me get into character. I always think it's weird how she just takes a 30-minute warm-up just to start class. You know, and she's, just, she's about to do that like famous tongue twister she always does. She likes to start with a quote. It's how it goes. Just Excuse me, if I could get silence. Yeah. Please. Thank you. When we try to pick out anything by itself, we find it is tied to everything else in the universe. Yeah, but like, can we start? Yeah. I'm at class after this. I kind of... 
Yeah, it's only a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so we only got like 50 minutes. Yeah. You all know the more that you test me, the longer it takes us to start desorbing. But uh. the more we test you, the less you test us. Yeah, and uh, after I got my report card back last semester, my mom said, Carbon has this genius of making a chemically stable, two-dimensional, one-atom-thick membrane in a three-dimensional world. And I didn't understand what that meant, so you didn't teach me anything. Well, maybe if you would pay attention in class and stop thinking about the video game that my husband designed, then you would understand what that meant. You know what my parents always said to me? To engage in experiments on heat was always one of my most agreeable employments. And that's when I knew the, the really cold liquid nitrogen ready. Oh, be careful. There. You know, uh, the warning label on it says, penetrating so many secrets. We cease to believe in the unknowable. But there it is, it sits, nevertheless, calmly licking its chops. Yes, that's right. We don't put living things in the machine, but it can destroy you. Yeah, and it's calmly licking. Hint so is calmly, you don't want to make it angry. You don't want to make it angrily licking. So do I lick it back or like? <laughs> I mean, it's for science, right? Yeah. What's yeah, just, just go what's in. The what's the worst that could happen? Honestly, I know what the worst that could happen is. I'm just going to tell you so you're right. Just tell me. Um, in I'm science, the credit goes to the man who convinces the world, not to the man to whom the idea first occurred. So right now, you two blossoming scientists, be concerned about this. You are so not So I'm going to convince you guys what happens when you lick this. Ready? Uh, but if okay. I publish the paper first, then that's all anyone's going to remember. Yeah, well, you know what? You know what? Your chemistry high school teacher lied to you when they told you that there was such a thing as a vacuum, that you could take up space and move every particle out of it. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you that you could go into the UHV right now and you'd be fine. You know what? I will. I didn't see anything. Okay, I'm going to slowly back up. You know, this I can't is hear all anything the people. he's saying because sound doesn't travel in a vacuum. Yeah, I don't... I don't <laughs> let's just try to read his lips. Oh, his lips are not moving normally. Okay, he's trying. If something happens, I Whoa, want this... Whoa, you just opened it up and there's it's all Now we're going to have to recalibrate. I, uh, I just want this to just be remembered as a my fine. final words. Every elemental group must realize its full electrochemical potential and oxidization state and all its lesser oxidization states as well with equal representation. Is that it, Diego? Turn it on. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to convince the whole world. There's no such thing as vacuums. I'm going to turn on. He's going to be fine. It is a capital mistake to theorize before one has data. Insensibly, one begins to twist facts to suit theories instead of theories to suit facts, which is why we're standing here with Diego in the UHV. Yeah, but to say that a man is made up of certain chemical elements is a satisfactory description only for those who intend to use him as a fertilizer. Can't argue with you there. Wait, before we turn anything on, I want to give you guys my research paper on gecko feet. Just read the thesis. All right, the thesis of my uh, gecko feet paper is a distinction between renewable and not renew renewable energy is academic by Diego F. Salinas. Okay, first of all, I think we need to remember what the components of a thesis statement are. Oh, and you're going to tell me Professor Tattoo Truth Serum? I don't appreciate you reducing my name to my past, Diego. <laughs> but, like, he got you, though, so... Yeah. 
how did he get me? I admitted all of that stuff earlier, and I do every day when I do my tattoo read aloud. <laughs> you got me. There we go. It's all it's full circle. I got all That's of That's why she's the professor. I have so many degrees. <laughs> yeah, degrees I can't argue with degrees. that. Degrees on degrees, yeah. Can I, I read my thesis? Okay. Right. Is I, it an actual thesis statement with thesis statement components? I mean, why don't you just not judge me? Wh okay. What were you saying about testing Exotherms! Oh, Global warming... Penguins sweated to death. All because some monster, in all caps, all caps, wanted a little fizz. Isn't that the way it all starts? With a little CO2 in a beer's tube in Munich? Isn't it, are, are you sure that's not the thesis for your senior's paper in your um, slam poem major? Well, I'm a double major. It's chemistry and theater. So I was just going to kill two birds with one stone. Honestly, from experience, it works very well. I'm all about it. I support you. That was a beautiful thesis statement. Get back in the UHV. You disappoint me. I just something I want you to ponder when you go in there. Yeah. Think about, think about this. Shall I refuse my dinner because I do not fully understand the process of digestion? <laughs> not in content. Not in content, sir. No, in theme. In theme. What does that statement mean to you? Here, uh, right here. In my lung? <laughs> Is it right yeah. here? In my heart? Chemistry, not anatomy, everyone. <laughs> Chemistry, not anatomy. Oh, oh which reminds me, um, I, I'm not going to be able to uh, get. Uh, my final um, exam in on time because this thing is probably going to liquefy me. Yes, it's, I mean, understandable. Well, I, Diego. I'll just, I'll let it slide this time. Innocence about science is the worst crime today. Of course, of course. And I mean, you, you, you won't find that anywhere further than like the White House where just last week, President Trump said, and what about NO2? SO2? ClO2? Are we about to discriminate on the basis of period table group numbers? Remembering the groups was not enough. Remembering the groups will never be enough. Seven element ban. Thank you. That's just what it's like, right? Uh, we are going to invite the comedians to say something about what they learned today, one at a time again. I started off joking about superheroes, but like it came up a couple times, and you said that if something were to go super right or super wrong, you couldn't be a superhero, but I think that if and when you devise a way to convert carbon dioxide into energy, I think that that's pretty uh, superhero-ish. Nice. Superheroes Thank save you. the world, Thank so you. like, there you go. Great. Very good. Um, yeah, so hear me out. Last time I was here and this happened, there were a lot of animals sacrificed in the work that we were talking about, and as an animal lover, <laughs> I was very not offended. I mean, I'm like into science. So offended I was like for them. I was respecting it, but also like it was a little saddening. So I'm really glad that you can't use living things in your work, and I will definitely remember that. Um, but yeah, I think I learned a lot of really cool things. And I'm not being funny. I'm like I actually did. So that's cool. Also, like props for doing the arts and the science because that's really cool. <laughs> Believe in your dreams, children. Yeah, that was cool. Cool times. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to snap some AC. Uh, going to sort of also, like, talk about, like, the energy uh, thing. Just because, like, I mean, like, our planet's, like, dying. Like, we're not. We haven't been good to it. But it's, like, 
the, the, you know, you're like the foot soldiers of like on the front lines of trying to like reverse like a hundred, two hundred years of just humans just being like, ah, someone else will get it. Longer and than like, that, probably, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and like, I don't know. I just think it's like so cool how. You know, I I, I I might be wrong, like, in saying this statement since it seems we have a lot of science people, but I guess in the general populace doesn't think of, like, scientists as, like, creative, but, like, you know, scientists are, they are, like, they have to think, like, the guy, like, you know, like, we turned dinosaur soup into fuel, and now we're using, like, I'm other... I'm sorry, what was the term you just used? Dinosaur soup <laughs> into fuel, and now, like, like okay. doc, uh, Dr. Ashley's, like, trying to just... You use these like minuscule things to just. Uh, I just think it's so humbling and like so great. Honestly, like not not like humbling yeah. for you, D. Uh, hum <laughs> <laughs> like it, uh, it's humbling to be like it's in, in like face of someone who's so smart, who's so creative, who can think of like solutions to problems that like I I can't even fathom with things that I can't even see. So, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Diego, so Noah, and Macy. And Thank of course, you. many thanks to our expert, Thank Professor you. Ashley Baber. Thanks for having me. And that was it, folks. Don't forget to f uh, like or follow or you know, hear about us uh, on the social media. It's Dem from Demystifying, dem.x from the expert.jmu. And you can find out when the next event is, and you can look up the jingle. There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified